and welcome back to Fan Picked Fan Fix. I am pre-recording this episode. Uh, it's the same day. It is Wednesday, July 29th as I record this episode. I am moving into my very first apartment on the 31st of July, 2020. So I need to pre-record this episode or else it will not be made. <laughs> um, so... I hope you enjoy this fanfic. Today I'm doing something a little bit different, and I'm reading it for the first time along with you guys, uh, as it is a one-shot. It is called Cat Days, and it is by Griffin Rose. It is currently one chapter long. It seems to be completed. It was published today, the 29th of July, 2020. Um, it is 16,787 words, and it looks to be adorable. So let's get into it. It is a My Hero Academia fanfic. It has um, cute Aizawa and Midoriya Izuka relationship. Um, warning though, additional tags include dead Midori Inko and Midori Hizashi's bad parenting. So be prepared for that. <laughs> but let's get into it. It looks like it's going to be a fun one. Alright, Cat Days by Griffin Rose. Summary. Izuku has a shape-shifting quirk. He's not the best at controlling it, especially under stress. So when tragedy strikes and he gets lost in the city, he's stuck as a cat. At least he found a nice underground hero to take him in. Notes. This will just be a short one-shot, she said. You know, like a liar. Gotta love that John Mulaney reference. <laughs> I'm already loving this author. I already love them. I already love you, man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Calm down. Calm down. Read the fanfic. We got this. Mom told him to run. Dad was angry. He was always angry anymore. He didn't like Azuku always asking questions about his quirk, or when Azuku started telling him all about the new hero he learned about that day. When Mom asked him to look at the new leaky showerhead, he yelled and screamed about having to do everything around the house. Azuku wondered about that. Mom cooked and cleaned. Azuku helped where he could, but he'd always been small for his age. Eight years old, and he still blended in with the kindergartners. Kachan liked to tease him about that. Tonight had been different, though. Dad had come home early from work, dropping a box on the floor and kicking it. Mom asked about what happened, and he said something about layoffs that Izuku didn't understand. Izuku had come out of his room to greet him, but when he saw Dad's mood, he retreated, activating his quirk to hide with his stuffed animals. Dad had never allowed any pets, and he complained all the time about Izuku's animal-shifting quirk stinking up the house. Izuku tried not to use it, but it was easier to hide in his stuffed animals this way. The apartment was quiet for a while. Izuku dared to hope it was over, but he didn't dare leave his room. Mom snuck him dinner and told him to stay in here for the night. Stay out of his dad's way. He'd transformed into a cat and he ate dinner that way, and then went back to his stuffed animals. He would have stayed there all night, but he needed the bathroom. He stayed in his cat form, nudging the partially open door and sneaking across the hall. He wasn't quiet enough. His dad saw, and he yelled about Izuku using his quirk in the house again. Mom tried to distract him, but he rounded on her. He was losing control of his own quirk, flames lighting up the inside of his mouth. 
You're always protecting him. That's why he's such a useless brat. Don't call him that, Mom yelled. If you actually took some time to spend with your son... He slapped her. Called her a bad word. Kachan always said that Mom said never to repeat. Izuku huddled in the hallway, still a cat. The bathroom wasn't an issue anymore, but his dad was going to be furious when he realized what Izuku had done to the floor. Hizashi! Mom yelled, holding her redding cheek. You have no right to treat us this way! I'll treat you the however the hell I feel like. Get out! Mom yelled. Get your things and go! Excuse me? Mom trembled, eyes nervously darting to Izuku. You heard me. I want you to leave. You can come back when you calm down. You think you can kick me out of my own home? Dad asked, his voice low and quiet. It had only ever sounded like that when he was really mad. Either you leave or we will, Mom stated. Dad hit her again. Flames dipped out of his mouth. Where the fuck you think you're gonna go? You got another man or something? Have you been cheating on me this whole time? I work and slave away for you and the brat and you don't even care? No, there's no one else, but you've gotten so mean lately and I won't have you treating Azuko like this. I want you to treat me like this. The flames dipped under the floor, harmless at first. His parents were too busy continuing to yell at each other. Mom kept trying to walk around his ashi and get to the hallway, but he blocked her and grabbed her wrist in a bruising grip. Azuka was the only one to notice when the flames didn't fizzle out. He didn't hear the meows over their yelling. He ran forward, trying to change back so he could use words. He wasn't great at changing back yet. He was seeing a court counselor on the weekends about it. That didn't help him now, when flames were starting to eat the hardwood between his parents' feet. Mom slapped Hizashi back to try and make him let go, but that only made him angry and he lost control, spewing a whole stream of fire from his mouth. He turned his head away from Mom, at least, but the couch wasn't really a much better option. Look what you made me do, you bitch! Dad yelled. Izuku reached them and sank claws into his dad's foot. Dad kicked him across the room. He tumbled on the floor, all the way to the Genkin. Izuku! Mom yelled. Hizashi, the fire extinguisher! They had one in every room. Mom taught him how to use one years ago, worried about something like this happening. Dad was still trying to calm down and stop the fire pouring from his mouth. The flames at their feet licked at their pants. Dad still had a grip on Mom's wrist. Her sleeve was on fire and she's trying to pet it out. Turn your damn quirk off, Mom yelled. You're making it worse! Dad couldn't talk like when he was like this, but apparently Mom Leah made him angrier. He looked up to glare at her and she received a face full of fire. She screamed. Ozuku charged back at them. He clawed his father's legs, but the fire dipped under his back. He yowled and rolled over the floor again. Mom scooped him up. He burrowed into her arms. The front door opened, and a blast of cold made him shiver. Tears dropped onto his fresh burn. Mom stumbled down the stairs to the ground, pausing for breath and looking back at their apartment. An unnatural orange light glowed inside the open door. Dad stepped into the doorway. Quirk finally under control again. Where the fuck do you think you're going, you unfaithful whore? Our home is on fire, and that's what he's worried about? Mom whispered, holding Izuku closer. Then Dad started for the stairs. Oh, I don't like this, she muttered, taking a few steps back. Dad came closer. Mom turned to run. And go! She darted across the street, heading towards the city. Izuku mewled in her arms. It's okay, baby. It's going to be okay. We're going to find a nice police officer to help us, okay? Maybe in a hero if we were lucky. Oh, God, we could really use a hero right now. She muttered when she was nervous or scared, just like Izuku. He meowed again, trying to comfort her. <laughs> she ran over, hand over his fur, 
chancing and glanced back. Dad was chasing them. Mom tripped. Izuku flew from her arms. Dad caught up. Mom told him to run to go find a hero. He ran, but he couldn't find a hero. He didn't even find a police officer. And when he tried to run back to find Mom again, he couldn't find her either. That's the end of the first section of the fanfic. And oh my goodness, I'm about to cry. Inko, no, honey. And Azuku, he's just a little kitty cat. I'm just imagining this like tiny black cat like walking down the streets like a little kitten being like, yeah. But internally he's screaming out, mom, mom. But it's just a little kitten, so all people hear is, Oh, honey. No, why does Hisashi always beat asshole? Okay, okay, next part. But also, author, know you're amazing, and this writing is, like, so good and so pure, and Izuku is best baby boy, and I love him. Okay, next part. That had been days ago now. Izuku still hadn't been able to change back to a human kid. He'd tried to find his way to school, but he'd gotten hopelessly lost running through the streets the other night. He wasn't sure he was even in the same city anymore. He discovered quickly that meowing at everyone he passed didn't get him anywhere. A few people tried to pet him, and he swatted them away. There wasn't time for that. He wasn't actually a cat. His mom had been hurt, and he didn't know if she was okay. Most people ignored him. Some teenagers after school looked to them the way Dad sometimes did, and he didn't stick around to find out what they wanted. Food and water were quickly becoming a problem, too, and his burns hurt. A high school girl spotted him one day and left part of her lunch for him, and he'd found dirty puddles to drink out of. It wasn't enough. And then it started raining. He tried to find shelter in doorways or anywhere else he could. He tried desperately to change back, but he couldn't find the clear state of mind his counselor always wanted him to imagine. The situation was awful. They decided that the next person he found, he would badger them until they took him in. Even if they took him to an animal shelter by mistake, the shelter would have to realize he was actually human. If they didn't, at least he'd be able, out of the rain. Except the next person he ran across in the alley was trying to break into an electronics shop. The robber froze, a keypad massive wire in his hand, staring at an equally frozen Izuku. The robber let out a breath. Just a damn cat. And then he ignored him and went back to fiddling with the keypad. A man dropped from the sky and threw out some kind of gray tentacles to wrap around the robber. The robber swore and twisted unnaturally to try and escape. Some kind of flexibility quirk. Izuku wished he could ask him about it. The man with tentacles ranked, yanked the robber toward him. And they weren't tentacles at all. It was some kind of scarf. He slammed the fist against the robber's head and the man dropped. Oh, he must be a hero. This was perfect. Izuku cried for all he's worth and ran forward. The hero cut off part of his scarf and tied up the robber, watching Izuku's approach. Well, where did you come from? He crouched down and held out a hand for Izuku to stiff. He didn't really look like a hero, and Izuku second-guessed his approach. He wore all black, and his black hair was messy and greasy. But he caught the robber, so it couldn't all be bad. Izuku put his front paws in the man's hand to stand taller and meowed loudly, right in his face. <coughs> Is that right? A man asked, reached his other hand to pick Izuku up, cradling him against his chest. Where'd you get these burns from, huh? A bunch of lousy teenagers, I bet. 
You going anywhere you're supposed to be? Kazuku meowed again, looking up at his face. He wore yellow goggles, but the man moved them up to look at him better. You really are green. Did someone drop you in a bucket of dye or something? That was a fair guess, Suzuku supposed, but it was really just because that was his natural hair color. Let me call this guy in, and then I'll take you someplace warm, alright? The man's voice was soft and gentle, and he delicately scratched between his ears. It was the best offer Zuku was going to get, so he patiently waited for the hero to call the police about the robber. The hero had to wait for the police, but his arms were nice and warm, mostly sheltered from the rain, and Zuku dozed off to them. He didn't wake up until he heard keys jingling in a lock, and then a door opened and closed. Let's get you cleaned up, huh? The hero said, slipping off his shoes and carrying Izuku through the apartment. It's smaller than his old home, and it lacked a lot of cozy comforts Izuku was used to. The hero took him into a bathroom and pulled a towel. He dried Izuku off, leaving him wrapped in the towel, while pulling out a first aid kit from under the sink. I'll be quick, I promise. Just hold still. Azuku held as still as he could, only making a few soft cries when the burn cream stung. The hero was done quickly, as he promised, and he held Azuku again, praising him for being a good boy. Azuku nuzzled into his chest. Yes, this man was a stranger, but he'd been alone and scared for several days now. Any kindness felt like a miracle. Even better, the man carried him into the kitchen and pulled out some bowls. One he filled with water, and the other he dumped into a can of tuna fish. Zuku ate it all happily. The man disappeared when he ate, but he came back in sweats and a t-shirt, toweling off his own hair. Finished already, huh? Guess one more can couldn't hurt. Zuku meowed in agreement, and the hero put another can of tuna in the bowl. It was gone almost as fast, and then Zuku drained the water. The man refilled it before going to the living room to sit on his couch, turning the TV on low. Izuku followed him, hopping up on the couch and putting his paws on the man's lap. He meowed again, which got the man's attention, but he couldn't articulate what he wanted to say. No amount of meowing could translate into, I'm a human and I'm stuck like this and I think my mom is hurt. He received more petting for his efforts and eventually gave up, curling into a ball against the hero. There are worse places he could be right now, he supposed. Hopefully after he slept for a while, he'd be able to change back and explain the words about his mom. Hopefully it wasn't too late. I'm gonna stop there because we're about halfway through, I think. One second. No, we're not even halfway through. It's but this fic is so cute, and I don't want to spoil too much of it for you guys. So go read this fanfic, support the author, and give them some love, please. And I'm gonna go finish this before I go to work because it's so cute, and I cannot wait to see the ending. And you, I hope, feel the same way. You can find me as Ear We Are Arts on Twitter and YouTube. You can find me as Ear We Are Art on TikTok. And you can find me as Bluebell Aaron on Instagram. I hope you all have a fantastic day and enjoy reading. Mm-hmm.